Hey, welcome to another episode of the Stop and Think podcast. Um, today, I think what we're going to do is talk about waste. Specifically, wasting time. So, the last two episodes were about inflection points, right? So, we talked about how, you know, a person really needs to find their financial inflection point in life because once they find it, they're pretty much got everything made. And then after that, they just have to not do anything stupid and they can coast and kind of enjoy financial freedom in that respect. Now, we could do episodes about investing because I actually do know a small amount about that, enough to probably fill out some content. But at this point, I think YouTube is oversaturated with a bunch of people who talk about that stuff anyway. So I don't really see any benefit to me adding my voice to the noise that's already out there in that respect. So in light of that, there's no point in us getting into that. But one of the closing comments I kind of made last episode was how once you kind of have a certain amount of money, you've kind of won the game because you can't practically really spend that level of money in ways that make sense. Like you can basically waste it, but you're spitting on the face of value pretty much. And the example I gave was comparing stone flooring tiles for a bathroom to gold flooring tiles to a bathroom. Your gold tile bathroom might enhance your status, but at the same time, it's also kind of stupid that you wasted your money getting gold flooring tiles when you could have spent that money doing something much more useful, much more beneficial, much more fun. Because ultimately, you're going to walk on your gold flooring tiles and that's all they're going to do. Heck, you might be lucky and there'll be heated gold flooring tiles, but that's about it. Whereas that same gold you wasted on your flooring tiles could be used in like semiconductors and actually do something that's more beneficial than you walking on them on your way to the crapper. But anyway, I digress. That was kind of our uh, last little tidbit from that episode. And that kind of got me thinking about waste in general, specifically wasting time. Because when you get right down to it, time is really the only thing you have. And it's kind of the great equalizer because everyone has the same amount of time in a day. And everyone gets to decide how they're going to use that time. And if you choose not to decide how you're going to use that time, you're just going to end up squandering it. Some people have the benefit of past time they spent. So time that they invest in the past makes their time in the present worth more than others. Some people have less expected time than others. So for instance, a 70-year-old has less expected time than a 15-year-old. It's assumed, barring some tragic disease, accident, disaster, etc., that the 15-year-old is probably going to live for another 50 to 60 years at least. Whereas a 70-year-old would be lucky if they get another 15 years. So, with that in mind, although a 15-year-old and a 70-year-old have different expected time, each day they still only have the same amount of time. There's 24 hours in a day, and both of them can choose how to spend that. A person could say that time is money. And I think that that assessment holds true. 
And if we're going to say that time is money, then wasting money is not unlike wasting time. And because of that, I think we can keep our discussions specifically related to wasting time. Because if time is money, you can tie wasting time to wasting money, and wasting money can be tied to wasting pretty much anything because everything can be converted to money one way or the other. Like, seriously, have you ever stopped to think about that? How, like, you can just about buy everything? Like, it is insane. There are a couple things in life that are probably priceless. But I'm, I, right now, I'm I'm getting sidetracked to start with. I'm trying to think of stuff that you can't buy. And I think that your categories for stuff that you can't buy are basically limited to stuff that people hold priceless, stuff that they refuse to sell no matter the price. And I would argue that a lot of the stuff that people hold priceless, per se, they would actually sell if given enough money. Man, so like you can tell that I'm a depraved human because my mind has immediately gone to a couple of different sick and twisted examples of things that people would hopefully not sell, but which they probably would for enough money. Yeesh. Talk about a dark pit. I need to go to church. But anyway, getting my mind out of the gutter. My point is, is that um, almost everything is for sale. It's just kind of a matter of how much money. Now, certainly you yourself personally might not be able to buy some things because you lack enough money to buy it. Like you do not have the requisite amount to purchase the family heirloom of the neighboring family or whatever. Because that thing's priceless to them, which is basically the same as saying that it's worth a million dollars. But on the other hand... Some people might actually hold out some stuff to be priceless. Back a couple years ago when I was in um, college, I vaguely recall on Reddit seeing a story about a girl who was going to sell herself. If you get what I mean, we're talking in the, the risky sense, risque, or however you... Racy, maybe. I don't know. Most story is a girl was going to... Had apparently not slept with anyone and she was going to auction off her first time to the highest bidder. And... In a sense, I think that some people probably would never sell that. So in some cases, that would be priceless. But in other cases, I think that there's probably a decent number of people out there who... Say that they wouldn't just basically, die, I guess, resort to prostitution or whatever. But if you offered them enough money, there's probably a couple that would cave. But I digress once again. That's, we're getting off topic. But not as much as you would think. 
Because the point that I'm trying to make here is that even the stuff that we don't think there's a price on, there actually might be a price on. It just might be really, really high. So with that being in mind, and the whole entire time to money conversion thing playing in the background, when we talk about wasting time, we're basically talking about wasting everything. The two are more or less equivalent. Might be able to argue that they're not, but it'd be an interesting debate to have, to say the least. So anyway, what does it even mean to waste time? Well, I thought about this for quite a while in the shower this morning. And after eventually taking a pruny set, I'm kidding, of course. I was only there for like five minutes, but might have been 10. Might have been 15. I don't exactly remember. But uh, anyway, after, um, after thinking about it for a while, what constitutes a waste of time seems to depend almost entirely on your worldview and how you think the world works. So, for example, there seems to be three broad categories that I could come up with, and I think that everything fits into them, but I'm not entirely sure. Basically, you could like subdivide these categories a little bit and split them up, potentially, to make more categories, but the gist of it is what you'll get, I think. If something is a waste of time, I think it's determined subjectively I, in most cases. So like, how do you know something is a waste of time? Well, it depends on how you define waste. Waste, I, I actually don't know how waste, I don't actually know waste dictionary definition. I'll look it up because... Uh, to use or expend carelessly, extravagantly, or to not, or to no purpose. I didn't actually know that. I don't think I've ever looked up the word. It was one of those ones that I just kind of learned and then never had to get an exact definition. But at any rate, you get the idea. So according to the dictionary, at least, to waste something is to use carelessly, to expend extravagantly, or to use to no purpose. How do you determine what is carelessly, extravagantly, or to no purpose? That there, I think, is, depending on your worldview, subjective to a certain extent. So now, from one perspective, from one worldview, you are the highest authority in your life. Therefore, you, yourself, decide what constitutes a waste and what does not constitute a waste. So based on the purposes you set forward for yourself in life, that would be what is the determining factor of whether or not something is wasteful. So for instance, if you have noble purposes of like, you know, getting a degree in um, chemistry, getting a degree in chemistry. So if, you, if your purposes are to get a degree in chemistry, well, then anything that um, does not directly help with you acquiring the degree in chemistry is kind of a waste of time. Now, fortunately, we can have multiple purposes in life. 
So it's possible for unrelated activities to not be a waste of time. Like for instance, you can decide that you want your chemistry degree, but you also want to be a good cook. And you also want to maintain a level of healthy mental balance, right? So in that case, studying for your chemistry would be a useful use of time. Um, watching YouTube videos about cooking would be a useful use of time. And if you enjoy watching Marvel movies, then buying Disney Plus and watching Marvel movies would be another useful use of time. Wouldn't be wasteful, that is. So, in the case in which you're the highest authority in your life and you're the one determining your purposes, then what you define as useful versus wasteful is up to you. And you get to decide exactly what wasting time is. And then you get to decide whether or not you're going to waste time. It's entirely possible for you to in this case, decide at one point in your life that you want to do this, this, and this, invest a bunch of time in doing that, and then realize later down the road that you don't want to do that, and then be like, oh, snap, I wasted all this time in my life. And that there is the risk you run when you are the highest authority in your life when it comes to determining what is and what isn't a waste of time. Now we could probably get into this a little bit deeper, but I think we're going to shift over to our next partition. If you are not the highest authority in your life, then your next option is that your subjective, subjective opinion of what is and what isn't a waste of time is based off of societal expectations. So... In this case, you could subdivide this into your your um, your definition of what is and what isn't a waste is based off of the subjective opinion of some outside body, right? So this this category could include your parents like maybe your parents are deciding what your purpose is and if you're not doing stuff that aligns with your parents' purpose for your life they can deem it as a waste of time scaling this up uh, society at large kind of sets forth perceptions that um subjectively define what is and what isn't a waste of time like for for example for the longest time, society viewed video games as a complete and utter waste of time. Or maybe that was just my parents. But I think we have potentially gotten a little bit past that as the advent of e-sports and online gaming and gamers actually making money from streaming has kind of come about. I think that we've kind of gotten to the point where perhaps, um, you know, We've tapered back a little bit from, as a society, just brandishing that whole entire part of the, the whole entire industry is a waste of time because clearly it's generating a lot of money and society uses money as our value indicator. And so if it's generating money, it must be generating value. So clearly it can't be a waste of time, but overall you get the general idea. 
that society and societal perceptions can kind of assign a waste factor to time. So for instance, if you're going off societal requirements, pretty much anything someone's going to pay for could be argued that it's not a waste of time because someone values it in society. And if you're providing value to someone, you're not wasting time because that's basically what using time efficiently means like using time to a purpose, using time to generate some value for someone, whether it's yourself or society at large, that's kind of up to your interpretation depending on your worldview. But um, in the case of society, at least how you choose to spend your time can be directly listed as a good use of time based on whether or not you can be compensated for it or can be indirectly listed as a good use of time based on the merits of the activity, even if it's not necessarily resulting in your own personal compensation. So the good, the best example I can think of is like society obviously values and would deem not to be a waste of time, anything that someone's willing to pay for, but they also value things that are generally speaking a benefit to society that you might not get paid for. So for instance, if you go to high school, you are mandated and required by the government to do this. Taxpayers pay for it. Therefore, we have obviously as a society decided through the creation of the public education system and through laws that mandate that students have to attend public education. As a society, we've decided that education and attending school is not a waste of time. It's something that's valued by society, even though it's not directly compensated vis-a-vis i don't know if that actually means what i want i've never actually used that phrase before i gotta google it quick sorry listeners what does vis-a-vis mean so apparently uh vis-a-vis in french means face-to-face In um, English, vis-a-vis is used as an adverb, adjective, and noun with literal meaning. Interesting. So I don't know if what I just said made any sense. I don't speak French. So, kind of rolls off the tongue, though. But that's uh, another side. Point here being that... um, We have decided as a society that education has some value, such to the extent that we're willing to pay for it. So even though students receive it for free, it's deemed as something that would not be a waste of time for them. Now, if you're really smart and you realize exactly how messed up the education system is at this point, and how for many students it is probably a waste of time in the sense that they, um, by being forced to attend high school for eight hours a day, they're essentially subjecting themselves to a massive opportunity cost that's going to stunt their future avenues of growth and personal development, then it kind of becomes less of a good use of time. But we're going to gloss over that bit for the time being. And we're going to operate under the assumption that, um, you know, we as a society view education as a good use of time. And that it's shown as such through how we act as a society. The same can be said for like 
picking up trash and community service and that kind of stuff. Very, very, very rarely would someone argue with you that these activities are a waste of time. Now, once again, if we go to the opportunity cost example, like for instance, let's say that you had the opportunity to go to a soup kitchen and serve soup for three hours. But let's also say that you are also a lawyer and you can bill $500 an hour. So your option is to either A, go to a soup kitchen and serve soup for three hours, or you can do lawyer stuff for three hours and make 1500 bucks. So after taxes, you probably end up with like a thousand, but then you could then donate that thousand dollars to basically the soup kitchen, which in turn could probably pay for several dozen people to serve soup for three hours. Point here being that people most often need to, well, it's kind of funny. Basically, but there, there's there's sometimes it's it's amusing actually how people want to help and they want to help in generic helping ways, but with a little creativity they could find ways to help much more using their own unique skill sets as opposed to helping straight up like like boots on the ground style. But anyway, you get the idea. So you yourself as an individual can assign worth and determine whether or not something is a waste of time. Society at large can assign whether or not something is a waste of time. You as an individual might base your decisions on what society has decided or vice versa. You might, um, your society might decide what's valuable based on the collective aggregate of what individuals think is a waste of time. That's usually actually what happens. So you get the point though, is that in one case, wasted time is determined subjectively by you based on how close your activities are aligning with achieving your actual purposes. And in the other case, it's based on society judging whether or not your activities are aligning with the purposes they've set forth for you. Our third option, and quite frankly, the more interesting of the three, the most interesting of the three, is what if there is, or I will say, because this is personally the subscription that I subscribe to, but um, let's say that there's a higher power who objectively determines what is and what is not a waste of time based on that higher powers basically decision on how things are going to be assigned and what what things are going to be valuable and what things are not so this one's kind of interesting to think about because the analogy is once again similar to a computer programmer If I'm writing a bit of code, I, the programmer, know what I want the program to accomplish. So I, as the program, have determined the objectives for the program, and I know exactly what needs to happen for those objectives to be accomplished. Now, if my program is wasting time running subscripts that are unrelated to anything that I want it to be doing to accomplish its main objective... 
let's say I want a program to, let's say I write a program to turn my lights on whenever I walk into a specific room in my basement, right? And so then this program just runs continually on a little Arduino and pretty much whenever it senses motion, it should turn on the lights. But instead of turning on the lights, the program found out that it can run a tic-tac-toe emulator. So it gets stuck in a tic-tac-toe loop where it repeatedly runs tic-tac-toe. Well, me as the creator of the program obviously knows that this program is wasting time running tic-tac-toe when it's supposed to be turning on the lights in my freaking basement. But the program doesn't see it that way because the program is most likely assigning its own authority to deciding what is and what isn't a waste of time. And to the program, it seems like a better use of its time to play tic-tac-toe than to turn lights on and off for me. Same kind of analogy applies to a higher power deity figure who would have created the world and set into motion with absolutes what is and what isn't valuable. So in the first two stances that we had on this issue of time wasting, you had you and you had society determine what is a waste of time. Now, in the third stance, if there is a higher being, then that higher being would be the one who is deciding objectively what is and what isn't a waste of time based on the purpose that that higher being assigned to you. Now, of course, if we're going to descend into theology discussions now, which I don't really want to do, but we can, of course, a little bit, we could argue whether or not the bean actually set up any purpose in the world or whether they just set up the marbles and then pushed them down the slide and is watching them balance and collide and stuff as they go to the bottom entropy state. But for the purposes of our discussion, we're going to assume that the deity in question is an active participant and is actively participating in this whole entire affair. And so therefore said deity said external influence who is all-knowing would definitively have assigned you a purpose upon your birth which would then determine what is and what isn't a waste of time as you go through your life so for instance if you were created and born for the sole purpose of meeting one girl who you would happen to influence in a positive way, which would shape her such that she would decide to um, move to Africa and start a missionary outpost that would eventually bring mosquito nets and malaria vaccines to thousands of oppressed African children, thus saving thousands of lives, right? Your purpose would seriously be to meet and positively influence that one girl. So anything you do that does not help you achieve that purpose is kind of a waste of time. Because objectively, we know for a fact, per the instructions of your creator, that you were designed solely for the purpose of interacting with this girl to positively influence her to go off on this missionary journey in which she would save thousands of lives. But as lowly peons walking around on earth, we don't actually know what any of those purposes are. And most likely, if we're talking about a being who could create the whole of universe, the whole of the universe 
snap it into existence and set it into motion and all that fun stuff and still interact with everyone inside and someone who's like infinite, all-knowing, outside the flow of time, you're talking about a person who most likely can probably devise more than one purpose for your life. Heck, you might have a main purpose, like a main character in a video game, and you most likely will have side quests too. But for the most part, as you, the main character in your own little story, do not know the uh, intended quests that the creator has assigned to you, you kind of just find them as you go along. You don't really know what your greater purpose is. And so you kind of end up defaulting back into one or two where you can kind of guess at your purpose. But at the same time, that guessing doesn't really help you a whole lot. You're basically once again stuck being the subjective authority of what is and what isn't a waste of time unless the deity in question decides to reveal what is and what isn't a waste of time. Unfortunately for you Christian folk out there, that's exactly, or us Christian folk out there, it's exactly what said deity has done. And through the Bible, we know that certain activities are deemed as never being a waste of time. So, for instance, being wholesome and good character and taking care of women and children, widowed women and orphan children. Against these things, there are no laws. So, in that context, as with our usual philosophical episodes, we didn't really solve anything with this one, but hopefully you enjoyed it. This was yet another example of stop to think, pondering stuff that makes no sense. But does it not make sense? Anyway, this is Chandler. Thank you for listening and have a great day.